This is the Blue Cloud Podcast, empowering the entrepreneurial lifestyle with insights on the leading trends in the mobile and digital landscape, turning ideas to empires. Welcome back to another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast, your source for knowledge in entrepreneurship, apps, and mobile trends. I'm Hugh Kimura, and this is part two of our sit down with Carter Thomas of Blue Cloud Solutions. In the last episode, we talked about your history, how you got into apps. And I think one of the big questions that we're going to get from that episode is, how'd you sell your portfolio for $200,000? Mm-hmm. So let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So how'd you start building that portfolio? Uh, I started building that portfolio. So the uh, I originally started with apps in October of 2011. And I had this one big app, uh, huge project. Totally bombed it, <laughs> spent way too much money, you know, life lesson. We'll, we'll talk about that some other time. But that was my first project, and that was in October of 2011. Probably in February of 2012, I released another app. About March, I released one more. April, I released a couple more. And then by about May, June, I started to really um, kind of wrap my head around this whole idea of reskinning and say, this could be a real business. You know, I could really, I could really do this mm-hmm. on a big scale. And what I did was I got about, I don't know, even from five to ten templates, give or take. And I took those templates and I just started reskinning them. And a, and a handful of them started w- working really well from a, you know, a, a metric standpoint, you know, how many downloads, how good retention, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just started reskinning. I mean, you could res- I was reskinning, you know, 10, 15, 20 of the same template back when you can do that. You can't really do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just started multiplying. You know, I was getting up to, t- I was going to 10 a month and 20 a month and 30 a month, uh, just putting out these apps. And the, the revenue started to come in. It was, you know, starting to make a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there, getting a couple thousand dollars here. Um, and then that Gagnum style app hit, which I kind of alluded to uh, in the last podcast. And it, it just really kind of ramped up. I had a huge hockey stick. And then in New, uh, New Year's, uh, right after New Year's of 2013, I kind of woke up and I said, um, I just had this weird feeling in my stomach. And I was like, I, I felt like I was going to lose it. I felt like I was playing with a house of cards because mm-hmm. it was one of those things where, you know, it, it happened so easily. Yeah. Why? It, maybe it's going to leave so easily yeah, too. Yeah. I just kind of had this like weird sinking feeling. Uh-huh. And so I, I decided, I called up Aptopia and I said, hey, you know, I think it'd be really good to sell this. Um, it was a dream come true for them. You know, biggest deal they ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so looking back, it was actually like an emotional decision and not a business decision. Mm-hmm which financially was not a good idea, but experience-wise, it was an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, lesson learned, and, and it was all good, but that's kind of how it all led up to that. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I remember reading that Aptopia blog post about you, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I found out about you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so can you give us an idea of how much the portfolio was making on a cash flow basis before you sold it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good question. So back, uh, let's see, summer of 2012, so one thing that happened is that the, a lot of the game networks started to come out. So Chartboost, RevMob, Playhaven, and a couple others, um, the gaming ad networks. And so if anyone doesn't know out there, like advertising ad networks can be focused on games, which is what these are all about. And like that was a big deal mm-hmm. because there's so much money in gaming and no one had just cornered that. So when, the, when that came out, all of a sudden money became very viable. And uh, <clears throat> before that, it was kind of a joke. And... Probably in about June, July, that's when it came out. And I started to see, you know, 
two, three, four, five hundred bucks a day coming in off these ads. And I was saying, you know, this is, yeah, I'll take, you know, this is awesome. Yeah. And then uh, a few of the apps started to do even better. And some of the, I really started to figure out the operations. We started to get into ten, twenty thousand dollars a month. And I thought I was the hottest shit in the world. I was like, this is, you know, lights out. I'm, I'm the man, which, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I had that Gagnum style app. And um, the first two days were just monsters, like ten, nine thousand dollars a day. Wow. And then it kind of, you know, it came down after that. But uh, that last month, I think we, we did it. It was $78,000 in revenue. Jeez. And one of the craziest parts of that is that I think it was seventy two or 73000 That was profit, which is like, wow. you know, basically drug dealing. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was insane. I mean, it was just like you just don't see businesses like that. And um, looking back, might have been a little dumb of me to sell it but uh the cash was just i mean it was pouring in now obviously you wait 30 45 days for the the net payout but mm-hmm. i mean there's bank my bank was just like where the hell is this money from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was great Jeez. yeah do you ever any ever have any problems with uh big checks like that like, yeah like i mean luckily i lived in maine at the time oh, okay and so i had a really good relationship with with the local bank uh-huh. and i i would go in a lot and i was depositing you know like a thousand dollar check for a new website or like you know an seo package for two thousand bucks or something and i walk in i go um on the 15th you are going to see a uh dollars deposit <laughs> from Chartboost, and just don't freak out when mm. you see that and so i get like luckily they know me and it wasn't a big deal but um yeah, I mean, that could have been... I remember going to Bank of America when I got to San Francisco and walking with a check for like 29000 bucks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't direct deposited yet, and they were like, uh, we need a manager over here. Like, what the hell is... Who <laughs> yeah, these, I know, if who, it was PayPal, they yeah. shut you down or something, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, who the hell is this? <laughs> All right, awesome. Um, so let's get into the valuation piece. I think people are interested about that. Mm. How would you value a portfolio or an individual app? So valuations of apps are still a gray science. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not something that anyone's figured out. And so what you can what you can kind of bank on is anywhere from six to eighteen month revenue, mm-hmm. which it, it, compared to any other business is completely ridiculous. But that's how it is. And so what happens is that they look at your your historic cash flow. Mm-hmm. They look at what you know what it, what is done, and they make a guess on where how well it can do based on the pre, the previous history. And then they start to, you know, there's some other factors that go in. The other factors that go in include um, a whole variety of, of things. But what I realized afterwards and looking back on it is it's actually all about just mitigating risk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the investor saying, like, how can I guarantee that this is not going to tank or that I will make my money back and, you know, multiply my money? Mm-hmm. And so the more you can give them a reason to really believe that they can control the future, uh, the more valuation you get. Now, examples of that can be things like, here, I'm going to give you my development team, and mm-hmm. all you got to do is manage them. Oh, I'm also going to give you my stand- my all my operating procedure documents. Oh, I'm also going to give you my Facebook ad accounts that converts like crazy. I'm also going to give you a marketing strategy, which I'm going to consult you on. I mean, you can, you can layer on things. As an investor would look at this and be like, all I have to do is press go, mm-hmm. pour my money in, and this thing is going to take off. And the more you can you can do that, uh, the bigger of a valuation you can get out of it. So, you know, even looking back, even now, you know, in 2015, it, it still can be a little bit uh, of, a, of a, you don't really know what, what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Interesting. Um, what, were, what would you say are like the top one or two things that contributed 
uh, to your sale being successful? Uh, number one thing was just uh, using a broker. Mm -hmm. So I think going to just emailing them, having a relationship set up and saying, look, uh, um, I know, uh, you know, here's what I've got and here's what I want to do with it. Mm -hmm. I think the other piece, and I've talked about this before, is the organization. Mm -hmm. um, I personally did, had a horrible organization. And I think that's actually why it was only $200,000 because that's the first pe question people give me. They're like, it was making 80 grand a month. Like, why the hell did you only get 200 grand? Now that's ridiculous. And the big reason was it was because so unorganized. They had no idea, like, well, what apps were, were driving all this money? Like, obviously, they knew the big ones, but they were like, how do you, you know, I, they, they couldn't extrapolate a lot of the data to mm -hmm. be able to, I couldn't do it to be able to say, oh, this is actually worth $500,000. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I sat down for three days and just like became a whiz at Excel and, you know, went through every ad, ad network and pulled apart all the data. So that helped. Um, I think the third piece is that um, I was really ready to make a deal. Mm -hmm. And I walked in there and I got on the phone with these guys and I got pretty served. Like, I mean, I did not negotiate nearly as hard as I could have or mm -hmm. should have mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and so they got, they got a sweetheart deal um, and I got uh, a pretty sweet check very quickly mm -hmm. um, that could have been way bigger, but I was just like, I'm over this. Like, I'm done. I want the experience. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that made the thing happen like that. All right. We're going to take a quick 15-second break. Stick around. Inspiring you to take action. This is the Blue Cloud Podcast. Blue Cloud Solutions is the source for all app development knowledge. At BlueCloudSolutions.com, you'll find the latest information on app research, trends, and monetization strategies written by working entrepreneurs with proven successful track records, plus reliable source codes and a passionate, nurturing, like-minded community focused on success. Get it all at BlueCloudSolutions.com. Bring your inner entrepreneur. This is the Blue Cloud Podcast. So you mentioned Autopia. What are some other ways to, is that the best way or are there some other ways to uh, sell an app? Um, that is a really good way. And so like Aptopia will do, um, you can sell it on the website, but you can also, um, you know, kind of contact them directly and say, if you've got a, a portfolio that's making a lot of money, they'll they'll broker some private deals. Mm -hmm. um, Eric Owens over at appbusinessbrokers.com. You can check him out. He's a great guy. They do the same thing, you know. They they uh, they broker tons of deals. I mean, it can anywhere from like a hundred thousand dollar portfolio up to like you know forty million bucks. I mean, I don't know. Wow. How, I don't know what the biggest deal they've ever done is, but I've seen some some listings on there for like thirty million. Yeah. And um, though they do they do a really good thing. And one thing that uh, I learned is that they have like all these buyers kind of lined up on the backside who are ready to do a deal and who have tons of cash and who have all the infrastructure and they're just looking to buy assets. And so often by going there, they can just you know call up their friends and say, hey, I got a, a casino bundle for you know of, of 25 apps. Um, are are you you know here's the price, here's what the numbers look like, and they'll be like, yeah, done. Like let's let's let it rip. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Do you think it's harder to sell a portfolio nowadays? No, I think it's actually a lot easier to sell a portfolio now. Okay, um, why is that? And the reason is because um, it's very clear what people want, mm -hmm. and so. Back then, people were just like, what the hell is an app? And why is it making so much freaking money? Yeah. And now people say, like, oh, okay, I've seen these before. This is clearly a good, uh, a good situation. 
Um, this is a good business to buy. The other piece is that the brokers know what they're doing now too, which mm-hmm. is not a small piece of it. They know how to pitch it to the buyers. They know they know how to value it correctly to the inve- to the sellers. Um, and I think the other the other thing is that the the scope of selling a portfolio has very has changed a lot. So for example, back then you're selling cash flow business, right? You're selling these apps make this much money, but now it's uh, more about like, hey. Um, I don't even know, like, like Heinz Ketchup wants to buy an app. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got this awesome Ketchup Maker app that maybe only gets like 20,000 downloads over the last year. But it is such like a perfect um, fit for their business that by, you can sell it really easily. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they've got the budgets allocated for mobile. Like it, it makes a lot of sense. So I think things like that come up a lot too. Oh, I see. Okay. So I, we want to leave some people with some actionable advice. So before we end... If somebody does want to start building a portfolio, how should they get started? So what they should do to, to start is, you know, you, you kind of want to start all the way at the developer account, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're getting started, you want to say, all right, I'm creating a company. Let's say you create an LLC or an S Corp or whatever. You create a developer account and say, like, this, this account is here because I'm going to build a brand. I'm going to mm-hmm. build a cohesive bundle of apps that make sense together. What you don't want to do is have like 600 apps in one account and be like, well, this account makes $30,000 a month. Let's just sell them all. Mm-hmm. Because you know, that's just going to be a pain in the ass. You're never going to get the right amount of money from it. Yeah. So if you if you build it from the from the ground up that way, that's a great place to start. Second is keep unbelievable organization. You know, mm-hmm. Really make sure all the IDs are very well tracked. Uh, make sure that everything is easy to report on. You have like a profit and loss statement or you can pull it very easily. Things like that. And the third is to uh, identify who your ideal buyer would be. So if you're going to build a gaming portfolio that you're going to sell for cash flow, mm-hmm. those type of buyers have very very particular wants. You know, they want profit and loss statements. They want to know what the code is. You know, the, all that sort of stuff. Versus an enterprise company is going to look at an app and say, like, what problem does this solve? How easily can we integrate our brand into it? How well can it handle like a million Facebook fans if we if we point them that way? Mm-hmm. Um, so just just kind of identifying your target and then building your portfolio to sell it to that target makes your life a hundred times easier for that sort of thing. Uh, I see. Great advice. All right, Carter. Well, appreciate the time, and uh, we look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. Right on. Talk soon. This has been another episode of the Blue Cloud Podcast. For more information on app development, ebooks, reliable source codes, and more, expand your mobile knowledge by going to bluecloudsolutions.com.